Hey there, boils and ghouls. Welcome to this week's episode. Coming at you right after Lakers just whooped Golden State's ass. <laughs> that was not a whoop ass, but they won. No, the feeling afterwards was real whoop ass. Yeah, it was. A very energized feeling. In fact, Gary was texting me. What a game. Like, that was a great game it, of it, basketball. It was, an ama- it was an amazing game and, and a weird one. Because the headline, people, the headline people weren't... Uh, weren't like looking like themselves for a lot of it. Yeah. Um. But then all of a sudden they did, and then it just, you know, it's just a classic game. Yeah. So that was great. <laughs> that, that was great. Thanks for thanks, Garrett, for sharing the excitement. Uh, we're in the new office. That's why I'm saying this is a really kick-ass day. Like oh, we got everything set right. up. Yeah. I wish you could see the black and gold magnificence of this. I know, and we have. Two Hitchcock posters going up over there, a Pulp Fiction, and then a Jaws poster. Yep, exactly. And, and so when I look across, the first book titles at Grammy are Dracula and Frankenstein. So I'm feeling like oh, that. Yeah, I'll tell you though, we do want to we do want to lose the headless horseman for some some nicer looking thing because that's a very expensive shelf. So don't, don't let the headless horseman hear you want to. Well, it. here's the thing. Right, I'm making the argument that he should stay, but I also have Haunted Mansion Lego Castle directly above him. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. No, I think he should go. I just don't think he should hear that this is plot is happening. He ain't got a he ain't got ears. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking right at me right now, like it's creepy. Yeah, but uh, oh, speaking of the Pulp Fiction poster, uh-huh. we also I put so I put all this together. Over the weekend of my dirty thirty. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Happy birthday. And so we went. So we went to Casa Vega because it was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I had the margarita called the Tarantino. Yes, indeed. Although it was outdoor, so we didn't get. Yeah, we didn't get to go inside the indoor vibe, but we got the outdoor approach. Looks exactly like it's a. It. it, it still felt great. Yeah, you know. You're and there. Then, then three out of three members out of the four of the party woke up with massive <laughs> diarrhea the next oh, day. Oh yes, this is, we. I said George. not exactly a commercial for Casa Vega. No, I mean here's the thing though. Mm-hmm. I'd go back. <laughs> oh, 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 good. I'm glad. No, I'll, the only thing that we had the Alex didn't was the um, the uh, guacamole. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. You know, but yeah. I would also take a couple of lactates yeah. too because apparently now that I'm 30, I can't drink milk, which that sucks. <laughs> kind of happened out of nowhere, really. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely true. It could be something else, just just so that we avoid the lawsuit. Uh, we did do other things together. Well, I put this shit together. That's true. The whole, the whole office. Maybe it's from this. Yeah. But, well, <laughs> right. And this came out. This actually came out amazing, and 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 like a really good vibe for what we do too, which is which is cool because it wasn't just for that. <laughs> right. No. 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 It, it, it wasn't, wasn't just just for this, but like I. I do not smoke, but I feel like I need a cigar this room. <laughs> just, to, right. just to have in my mouth like Adam Gomez, just, just chewing on a cigar. It's a totally good vibe. It's that kind of vibe. So the idea for this episode flipped last minute, and I love when, it. Really did. I love when this happens, right? Because the original idea for what we were talking about was to to was about movies that were good, either our favorites or the best. Um, 
but that never were in a franchise of any kind, right? And and defining the franchise was difficult, and then we decided to like make the list only movies like after a certain year because obviously they weren't going to make a sequel to The Invisible Man yet, so it's not fair to yeah. not have that be in a franchise. And then you flip the sub the the script, and now there's a much more interesting topic in hand. Yeah, I got. So real. we're going to talk about both, but I want to go to yours. So explain the flip. Oh, um, so basically, mm-hmm. it would be like, what's a movie that if you made it not a franchise anymore, you just took the first film standalone. Right. Well, maybe I actually the way you originally phrased it. How did I originally phrase it? The way you originally phrased it was. What is a franchise that shouldn't be? Yeah. Right? That was it. Where it was, should just be one movie. And and it's funny you said it that way because when you said just one, there were a couple I thought of where the I would make it just one movie, but it wasn't necessarily the first in the line. Most of the times it's the first. But I did have That's a couple I did have a couple exceptions. So like it can get a little interesting. But then that immediately became interesting. I was like, let's talk about that first because we had some. You had some good ideas about the flip. So, what's what's an example of the flip for you? Well, we were still debating. Okay. My original pick, which was which was Saul. Oh right, right. Because you didn't agree That's with me, but like this, right. because you said because I, I I saw the criteria you were working with. You were saying that it wouldn't improve the movie. It would improve. Right. Salt. So, right. But that's so, not the angle I was going all for. All right. So let's do this. Okay. Right. That's so, no, Okay. Go. So the goal isn't to improve the movie, but here's what I'm saying. It's right. like, it's like, it's a, to me, it's a gold movie. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think if you just eliminated all of it, the rest of it and all society had was saw one. Right. It would take it from gold to legacy status because right. it would be that one film at that one point in time that kicked off torture porn. Right. I, I, that's my theory. Right. No, I totally get, I think that's a valid argument, right? The the thing is, the for example, what okay. it immediately jumped to my mind was, and I, this is going to get me killed, I'm rubbing out here, <laughs> was Phantasm. See, but, I and feel, I get where be, that's going, Because too. I feel like, and I regret this, because I love the universe, and I love a lot of the moments of where things went. Right. But I feel like because it wasn't like, in Hellraiser... You could make an argument that Hellraiser Two is as good as the first one. You, could, I don't, I don't believe it in exactly, but you could make that argument and not sound crazy, right? Right. There's just no way to make an argument for any following Phantasm being as no. good as Phantasm, right? right? So that was how I originally took it: was get rid of everything else, and then you just have this one amazing movie, right? But with Saw. You're getting rid of two and three, both of which I liked. Right. So I was like, wait, that doesn't fit the criteria. But then I saw what you were saying, and you were saying was just get rid of everything and you just have Saw, and you have the same thing you just said, said happened to Phantasm. Saw is going to be this legendary movie that was like one and done, and no one could touch it, right? It's like two paths. <laughs> like two paths <laughs> to our end game. Because like another one came to my mind. Yes. And I I'm not done with Saw yet. Oh, no, okay, no, no, no. Then you keep going. You keep going. I'll put a pin on this. No, no, no. no. Okay, so no, but don't lose the thought. But I, no, I'm writing it down. Because the Saw argument is, like, so we, we've we established the two arguments. We just haven't just decided a winner, right? So, like, should Saw 2 and 3 stay? Well, let me ask you this. Okay. So since we took two films and we both made them legacy stats, that's what we'll call them when they're masterpieces. Okay. We'll call them legacy. Fair. Now we have to do Saul versus Phantasms because one's representing each path. Okay. Okay. And which okay. one do we think holds the weight? So 
let's say we live in a society yeah. where we only have <laughs> we live in a society. Yes, yeah, I love this. Where we have just one phantasm, yes. and we have one saw. Yes. Which film do you think? And your guy, because a lot of this we just have to kind of guess. I don't think that answers any of the, our question, but I think the answer to that question is that. There, it's almost apples and oranges. I don't mean to cop out. I really don't. But I think the real answer is they're just too far apart in time. So and genres. So like, to, you know what? I I agree with you because when I tried to answer, they'll it, each honestly, just both be legendary in their position. When I was like an, trick or treated. Yeah, like when I was trying to answer that honestly, I knew in my head I'm really just flipping a coin. Exactly. Because each have their own little thing that they're going for. So you're exactly. right. Yeah, no, we can't. But if you pit Phantasm two II and three. Against Saw two and three, which I think starts to help answer the question, you see that Phantasm two and three lose pretty badly, right. pretty badly to Saw two. You have to go and to three. next of kin, right? Right? right exactly. <laughs> That's what right. we'll call that path. Next of we'll kin. We'll call the next of kin. All right. So to adjudicate this further, if we end up, you know, in this position, you just go to the next of kin. We got this solved. So in the next of kin category, we could have started a country. <laughs> we could have. Laws yeah. are easy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we got this handled. Listener questions. If you have anything you want us to decide for complex issues, but do it in an iTunes review, <laughs> and we will we, we will we will see to it like the Supreme Court of the United States. Yeah, exactly. We'll put on robes and wigs. And shit. Yeah, yeah. I want a gavel for a five star review. Absolutely, we probably will. Um, so, so yeah, I I think I. I think Saw. So. It's just I'm loath to get rid of movies I like. I feel like there's other franchises where you could just lose everything. Right? right. So what else did you think of for movie for franchises that that where you just get rid of all of it? Okay. So I haven't seen any of the following wrong turns. So I'll say that going ahead. But I also <laughs> well, feel you can't I say. also feel very confident. No. I'm can't. driving blind here, George. I honestly think you can't say. I can give you the right answer here. Most of what came after Wrong Turn was not great. Some of it is fun. Wrong Turn 2 is one of those movies that I feel like has a chance to to turn into like a Halloween 3 situation, a mini Halloween situa- 3 situation later. Get Discovered-ish. Well, why didn't you just sell the movie like that to me years ago? <laughs> I would have fucking seen it. It's, That's all the shit out of me. It's just a completely weird take on it. It kind of has some of the same deficiencies Blair Witch 2 does, but I don't think it's bad. But and not even bad. That's the wrong word for it. It's just different. They were trying different things. It's starring Henry Rollins, uh-huh. which is which is a unique you know feel. I always I like that's you know I I like that they tried that anyway. That's not the point, but the point is, uh, I think that you can't get a. I don't know that you get most of Wrong Turn can go. Let me ask you this: Yes, that shouldn't be a franchise. Would you agree or disagree? Psycho. No, fuck no. Yeah, that's got to stay. Wrong. Yeah, absolutely. That's got to stay. Yeah, it's got to stay. There's, there's, there's tons of. Well, there's. I mean, there's more. There's literally more good than not in there if you're counting like Bates Motel, by the intellectual property, like right. Okay. Um, I, so I'm torn on some of these because it's kind of hard. So first of all, we're, we like, like any hunt, bad hunters, we went after like the biggest thing moving, right? Right. Like we took out our guns and we're like, find like whatever, something that was the size of a mountain that we knew we could hit. So we were picking big franchises. If you're, if you're picking off smaller franchises where it's like two or three movies at best, right? Right. That it could get kind of interesting there, but in terms of the big franchises, the only one where I felt like 
let's just get rid of everything but the first is Amityville, just because... Yeah, that's a good one. Well, and I have a particular reason for it. And it's not that I can say there's not quality. I actually really like Amityville, too, at parts. And and there's other stuff. And then the Amityville remake, if you're counting that as part of the franchise, you can't get rid of that. Because, you know, so that's not even a great... This isn't even a great one. But I was looking at, like, it's <laughs> it starts to be math, right? Like, occasionally when you give a filmmaker the chance and the space, they'll come up with something really interesting and unique, like a Candyman or whatever. But instead, this gave us 17 Amityvilles. Yeah, I feel like just, I feel like there was just, the math went sour on that one, right? And that it should have got trimmed at some point. So I had to, I had to vote for that as a franchise. But surprisingly, a lot of franchises that you think you could just like flat out say like Jaws, you can't really. Because Jaws 2 is pretty good, as we've discovered multiple yeah. times, right? Finally. Jaws 3 is like a great memory for anyone who saw Jaws 3 at the right time. Because it's colossally terrible. Mm-hmm. But fun terrible, right? And then Jaws 4 is like one of those movies that they play at the entrance to hell while you're waiting. And <laughs> force you to watch. It's so bleak. Damn. And like, I don't get... There's a lot of people who like have affection for it. I've, I've seen legitimate internet arguments of Jaws three versus four, which sounds insane to me because because Jaws four is like the is like the the Nietzsche is like the existential bleak right. zone of movies. Like Jaws four believes in nothing. It has no soul. It's just it's just trying to suck the life out of you um, and sell you on this preposterous idea. That requires you to forget anything you've ever learned in life. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> there are ever an argument to make. <laughs> so, yeah, no, 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 Josh. Uh, what else you got? That was like Mr. George goes to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to take down Jaws for it. It bothers me that people think that that movie. That's, that's a movie that I feel like you shouldn't let babysit your children. <laughs> let me ask you this. Yes. Because I have an idea to eliminate a franchise where it would just be one film. Okay. Masterpiece. But it involves a minor sacrifice. Okay, a pound of flesh. A pound of flesh. Okay. And I would go with the Brendan Fraser mummy. Wow. Oh, so I, would, I would Really? Lose, I would... So losing, losing three, no sweat at all. Right, okay. Fair Dragon enough. Tomb Emperor or you something like that. You can't lose two. Are you crazy? I love to, but like hard times equals hard choices. <laughs> And I'm wondering how, what, like, what, what, what am I willing? I feel like this is like an old tale from the 1800s. What are you willing to give, you know, for a better life? So this is going to sound strange, but I don't think you can get to where you're trying to get with your strategy, <laughs> because I don't think if you get rid of all the other mummies that it makes the original mummy like a legend more than it is. The original mummy right now is a legend. It's a straight up legend now. Yeah, we don't have to paint it. You're right. Right, like there's nothing, nothing getting rid of nothing advances it not one inch higher. Like when you go to, when you go to like, you know, me, like see it shine, like measure the glow coming from it. You're, it's not going to get any brighter by eliminating the other things. It's already amazing, <laughs> and the people who love it love it. Right, like I think no, that's true. I don't think you can make that better by getting rid of the rest, especially since two is like really fun, <laughs> right? What's the consensus on two? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I'm not convinced that everyone else loves it. Now, there's some weird thought experiments. Watch this. What's the, what do they say in Star Wars when when the planet blows up? You can hear like 
millions of souls crying out or something. Oh yeah, like that. Like, nah. Second one's well, the first one's not. You know what? That's a hard. You know what? I could see. <laughs> I started thinking about the logistics of this. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I could see. What's that Star Wars line where the planet blows up and they're like, I can hear, or hear a million souls crying out once, or is that Star Trek? I it was see. yeah, some Star Wars. I can't remember. Like what it was. But that's about to happen for for what I'm about to do. But just try to imagine um, only the original Godzilla, <laughs> right? Just a thought experiment, right? Like eliminate the other 112 <laughs> movies, right? Right, and then you just have Godzilla, right? So what does that do to that original movie? Well, I mean, it's impossible to imagine, right? right. Because there's been so many iterations of it since. But if no one had ever been able to touch it, and that so that should really transition us to to the other part that was interesting to me about in our original thing of why would great movies not become franchises, right? Like how do you get? And there's been a, there's a couple that really puzzled me when we were going through our lists. Like there's some that make sense, right? But it, for example, I, I it kind of blows my mind that there's no other movies that were made in the misery universe. Right. But they ultimately did the TV show. So right. I guess, I guess they did, you know, I guess that becomes a franchise if you're counting the show or whatever, but movies like the changeling, right. Which is an amazing movies, movies like night of the hunter. I was actually shocked about night of the hunter. <laughs> right. Right. That there's no remake. Like or... even if like they like, you know, tried to pull it off on like you know the 70s or something like that. right because i feel like there was a time where if you had something that was successful it was that was it like there were right. like there were like seven invisible mans after the original mm-hmm. one it was like there is a man returns these men skips the invisible man climbs a wall like there was a whole franchise made out of like one successful character that was a breakout thing but there was a time for apparently where that just didn't happen with a lot of stuff um what movies did you have on your list that you were great that didn't become franchises at all. Easy, hit me. Well, I have the I have my I call it the nuclear option, which it was, I, doesn't, I, wasn't bullshit. I'm not leading with that. No, it's okay. All right, I'm not actually probably won't even mention it. Um, <laughs> okay, might... okay. The one that I was most shocked. Okay, I would go with Dead Silence. Okay, and why? Well, one it was James Wan. And I mean, this saw and conjuring, like, <laughs> if there's anyone more prime to do it, like, James Wan's the dude, dude to do it. Right. Uh, it feels like if he dropped something out of his pocket, it would multiply into four things on the ground. But also, like, all, all, all the puppets in the film, like, they had, like, Mary Shaw, who was the, you know, the villain, and, like, the one puppet that they always use right. through the film. He looked kind of, like, slappy from Goosebumps. Uh, but they had like so many other puppets where like it could have easily like either went to another puppet or right like they've done. I mean that's a dumb idea, but, <laughs> but it's a stupid <laughs> fucking idea. <laughs> Why can't well, the, the first puppet's fine? <laughs> You don't need another puppet. You just in real time discovered why there's only one dead puppet. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I, I get it. Mary Shaw did her thing. She's about. Like, I get it. It's just good, right? Well, no, it's funny. No, but real talk, though. I was, um, when I was like Googling uh, some of the movies to see if they had a second one, mm-hmm. I kind of like almost thought guaranteed that Dead Silence had one. But then there was a big article as to like why it's not happening. So apparently there's like some controversy oh. behind it not happening. So people want it. Uh, right. 
<laughs> it's just one of those things, right? Just one so of those like, things. Like, it just shit happens. It wasn't let complete lack of demand or something mysterious or just nobody cared. Like Just like Hollywood bullshit, probably. That's really interesting. Cause, yeah. Because there's some, you know, w- when you say some of these, like, don't look now or let's scare Jessica to death, you can feel sort of why it's just alone there, why it's one and done. And right. there's something not. But I think I made a discovery. I think I'm... Like those Arctic explorers that got out there first and then died. Because I'll probably die before this podcast ends. But uh, uh, the, the I think I discovered I made a discovery. Well, I hope you're not, because then it'd be like a Mary Shaw thing, and then I'd be in <laughs> dead silence too. You'd be in dead silence, right? Oh, geez. The rest of this podcast would be. So okay, knock I would, but like I I think I made a discovery. I think the discovery is that this happens with horror vehicles, right? So check this out. I was like. One of the very first movies that came to mind when we originally, start, originally thought about this idea was Christine. Like, why is there why is there nothing else really mm-hmm. in the Christine universe? It makes no sense. Matter of fact, the whole point, like some of these, when you have a humanish character and the humanish character dies, you got to like really do script gymnastics to get that person back. But like Christine just resurrects herself. Like you don't need, this is just the natural. It's not like we needed explanations, right. For, for how this was going to go. So and matter of fact, that's what the movie was teasing at the end of it. So it just seemed like a natural thing. And then I was like, you know what else? There should have been a, you know, more for the car. Remember? Cause I love the car, the 1977, oh, yeah. the, the, um, the, uh, Brolin film. So I was like, but then, and then I was like, "Duel Spielberg's first movie." I'm like, "Wait a minute!" Is there Maximum Overdrive too? What? I don't think so. This is what I'm saying. So, like this Sock whole genre blue. of like horror vehicles, for some reason, they're they're all like one and done movies, even though the movies are really loved by horror fans. Maybe not so much at the time. Like I'm sure Maximum Overdrive was considered a disaster at the time. Right. At the time, right? But it's come to get like that Scream Factory love, like the you know the resurrected discovery of it. So that's wild, right? Doesn't it seem? It seems like the vehicle ones don't really, and I don't I don't know what particularly causes that, or if it's total coincidence. But the vehicle genre itself, um, for some reason, is resistant to franchises. There's no Bumblebee too. <laughs> well, but yeah, but that's not right. Transformers belies that, but that do they count? Because I mean, they're like nah, people, they right? Nah, like, nah, they, right? No, it's it's they're different. Like, they're like people with personalities. Well, no, not personalities. It's a Michael Bay movie. Let's not get carried away. But like, they're, <laughs> they're people who say things. <laughs> that's very true. There are words. Words come out of their mouths. Coming out of people's mouths. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. All right. What else you got? Uh, so like some of these like make sense. You know, like, uh, I really like Kevin Smith's Red State. Yes. And, yeah. like, I don't know how you would do a sequel for that. I mean, the dude, you know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Pr- well, he's in prison, but. Right. Like, right. Like, House of the Devil. Yeah. How do you do a sequel to that? Well, I mean, we know where the story left off, and I see how you could write into a into a thing with it, but you wiped out all the characters everyone loves. <laughs> yeah. Basically, except for one, right? So. I think. Yeah, I think we, there's only one left. I don't think you could do a red state. Dagon. Dagon I was sort of surprised with. Like, it, that felt like, uh, out of most of them on the list, that feels like the one where they're like, we could definitely make another one for, like, $400. <laughs> and, and just no, get real weird with it. They wouldn't, and it's it's weird. It's because I remember uh, when I was a kid with a history, one of my history teachers that said, 
history is geography. He's like, it's just geography. It's just like in the old times, the fate of a country was just kind of where it was. Like if you were next to a popular piece of water, you were wealthy. And if you were next to like, you're in a valley, you were like isolated and you got weird. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, he was just, he's like, it's just geography. Right. So like, I, I don't know. It, it, it feels inevitable that some movies turn out kind of the way they do. Right. Mm-hmm. I, 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 so I don't know. I, I think I, I didn't red state to me feels like a natural Dagon is like an isolated movie in its geography, like Lovecraft movie. Mm-hmm. So the way new England cities are is like, you can't, they can't get to each other. Right. So Lovecraft stories are like, they, they're, they're isolated from each other. You can't connect them up that well. So I don't think they're going to do sequels. It's not like, I mean, it's taken, it's taken, it's like killing one of our best directors to try to get at the mountain of madness made. Right. Like (laughs) it's just not easy to work in that, in that property. So I don't think you're going to get a sequel to take out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you. Well, that's a shame, (laughs) but we'll live. What else you got on your list? Uh, okay. So I got three more that I had that I was, that I liked Beetlejuice. Yes. Yeah. Another one. That that is weird. Well, there there was a story. There, right? Yeah, yeah. There has to be. I don't. Which is funny because it involves Kevin Smith writing it. I think. Really? Yeah. That's how, that's what I. I mean, I've watched him on podcasts say that, so I'm pretty sure it's accurate. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. um, that's fair. But it was like Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii, <laughs> or something like that. Well, that could be awesome, actually. That's what I'm saying. Like, it <laughs> could have been. I just realized that could actually. It could have been really good. That could be great. Um, but I don't. I don't know why it never, never happened. But that was like. I know that was the title. I, I, I think it would be great. But I, I could also see why it didn't happen. <laughs> I, I, I can see both sides of that one. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound real uh, appetizing. Okay, right. but I'm, I, you know, but even long- so, but it, but but here's the thing. It seems obvious to me that. There are stories behind a lot of why these things aren't happening. Some of right. them are rights issues and some are, you know, what they did to the characters. But but it also, it, it, maybe it's a good idea just to leave it. Leave it. <laughs> yeah, just fucking leave it. In some of the cases, maybe it's a good idea to leave it. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. This next one I'm actually kind of surprised with. Mm-hmm. Silver Bullet. Yes. It just felt there's just something about it that feels like they could just no. So Silver Bullet feels like a natural because the world was so cool to spend time in. Yeah, and usually when you get something like that, even like a Fright Night got us got sequels, right? So like exactly right. But the reason I'm not shocked sounding when you say it is because of the weirdness of kind of where that came from. Because the book was a total one off like a weirdo situation. Right. And because it was a weirdo situation that didn't connect up anywhere else in King's universe either. It seemed natural that the movie wouldn't go anywhere because the book didn't go anywhere because it was a calendar. Right. They should have just made a calendar for the next year. (laughs) Right. Of course. Well, of course you could have had like yearly sequels. It would have been amazing. You know, that's a great universe, but, um, yeah, no. <laughs> Problem solved. I guess it's just, no, it's not just why, it's just why I wasn't surprised because it kind of mapped to his literary universe. Now, the but, last... but it's not like anyone's faithful to him, so. <laughs> exactly. The last one, mm-hmm. I'm not shocked that there is. This was one that I just thought would be really nice. <laughs> okay. That it, I, I always thought 
that a sequel for Monster Squad would be cool. Yes. Why isn't there one? I have no idea. It seems like there should be. I mean, it's a legend in the field. When in doubt, blame Universal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that feels right, right? It's the same thing with Trick or Treat, right? I'm sure it's not as simple as just putting something together and making it happen. Because, I mean, I would just do different... You could just do different monsters. I mean, I don't know if you would get Universal Monsters back because you killed off like, <laughs> all of them. I mean... You could bring back Frankenstein, all right? Oh, easy. Dracula really never dies. No, yeah, he's fine. You see what I'm saying? Everything is, they yeah. did straight up murder Gilman. Like, they shot him in the chest. <laughs> they did. So I he's... I think it's fine. He's toast. No, I think he's fine. You think he lives? I think he's fine. All right. The all mummy fine. gets unraveled and turns to dust. <laughs> I think they're all fine. The mummy can all be fine. Nah, dude. Okay, maybe. Okay, you know what? I'll, you, know what you know what? Though that's fair because all the Universal monsters have a bunch of movies afterwards, so they all come back. Right, right, right. But you have to you have to add more layers to that cake. Okay. So then you add Bride of Frankenstein. You add the Invisible Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm all for this. Absolutely. Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you totally night at the museum. This whole thing. Yeah. That's man. what you do. Absolutely. You just night at the museum. Oh, absolutely. Just the horror night at the museum. Monster Squad's night at the museum. Oh hell yeah! I, I, you, I, are you kidding me? Like you could Easter egg the shit out of it. It would be easy to execute. Is there any other like monsters, like Universal monssters, like that were like I know some people not universe. I mean, it'll be hard people, to come up with Universal ones. There, I'm sure there's a few niche ones, but it's the Phantom of the Opera wouldn't make sense to be thrown in there. I would love to <laughs> personally. Like I, Phantom of the Opera was one of the first horror movies I fell in love with. The silent will launch anyone, but um, I st- I mean, I still think that's okay. Like, throw him in, fuck it. <laughs> I big. still think, I mean, he's one of the scariest characters. I'd like, and you you can't imagine a Bravo's like scariest movie moment got down without the unmasking of the Phantom. Like, yeah, no, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I think the example in there, but there are tons of creatures that you would love to, what, like, you're a monster guy, like, what are the what are the top three creatures you would Easter egg into a night at the museum? Like a think about a think about like a Ready Player One situation. So you definitely got to have the Crypt Keeper. Oh yeah, for I mean okay. that's that's, okay. that's that's pretty iconic for sure. It has to be in there, right? So you're excited to get the Crypt. Keeper. So like let's let's say this museum is still within the Monster Squad realm of possibilities, right? Okay. Like that okay. area, that that world. I oh, think it'd that's be, not where I was going at all. But go ahead. But no, no. But, but you were doing Night at the Museum. Yeah, yeah. But, no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, say the Monster Squad's at this Night at the Museum. Yeah, that's uh, the world's kind of makes sense. Go for it. I feel like it'd be kind of hilarious to throw in like a Cenobite, because <laughs> it's, it's like you know, fish man and invisible guy, and then this fucking thing from hell, <laughs> just to really spice it up. <laughs> that's pretty yeah that's pretty good um and then okay and then no the, shit you know what i would do for the last one okay i would do a dinosaur i would do like velociraptors from jurassic park of, of course like yeah. go like i'm going complete that fucking, silhouette is recognizable from like a well like imagine movement. like imagine like you see you know you see frankenstein's you know his arms coming out yeah uh, yeah you know the invisible man throws a bottle at you and misses but then you see a goddamn dinosaur <laughs> charging at you yeah that's not that's that's scary. Yeah, the Cenobite's still probably the most scary. I uh, see. I would go totally obscure, like like I'd be homaging like the octopus thing from Possession eighty one, and like just shit like three people would like see or whatever. I because it just feels like like, like there's going to be so much going on the screen already. With what's happening? You know what though? In yes. that in that that realm, in the Easter egg realm, yes, in that Easter egg realm, 
like imagine like legit ma- imagine the monster squad but like there's a giant movie monster <laughs> that they have to deal with right that's like that animated series i will never think of the name of it. but good yeah so but i would do like an old school like the mm-hmm. uh like beast of Twenty Thousand phantoms or something like that or yeah. um oh god the amazing colossal or, man or something oh yeah yeah the 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 fifth was it the four, the, the there's football always football there's woman. like 40 50 60 70 feet. <laughs> <laughs> they, they covered every tag of the 50 foot woman or something the only like thing that. they didn't do a switch to metric but they did. <laughs> yeah they, they did, did all the other, they did they did all the other things they yeah. did everything else or okay let me ask you this yeah would you do would you do like one of the stop motion uh, oh, for sure. Harry Housen? Oh, absolutely. I would like Medusa from Clash. Because how cool would that look visually? Or, or Bobo the Owl. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Like, yeah, like Frankenstein. Then all of a sudden you have this weird claymation thing oh, in the real world. That'd be oh, super unsettling. Yeah, absolutely. That, I mean, that that all that kind of thing. That has to go in there. You got to... Fred Decker's still alive, dude. So... <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, you we, just wrote, we just made you a movie. Just, you can get out of this. And like... And like... And other ones that should be way more iconic in the horror genre and just aren't right so like like characters from from let the right one in or you know you just gotta like pop because they're recognizable right? right you get you know it when you see it you'll know what it is you'll just be like why is that there like that's weird, that's the, weird. And, then, and then here's what you do here's the here's the play mm-hmm. you do a lot of those guys mm-hmm. right monster squad three comes out <laughs> We're doing our We got to build the franchise okay, out. Okay. The All right, here's the trailer. Here's the trailer. Okay, <laughs> okay. You, they show you some scenes from the first one, from the okay. second one. It's all the characters you know to love, and, <laughs> sure, sure. and then they're showing you the big bad. We don't know who that is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. One of his minions. It cuts to the Monster Squad's little sister. She's in a room. All of a sudden, the Jigsaw tricycle comes in. I was like, Oh my god, they had Jigsaw. It's like Super Smash Brothers. They're out of characters. Oh, People no. are flipping their fucking oh, lid. No. Oh, this is getting yeah, off the no, rails. No, that will be ter- that is be a terrifying direction. And then, and then yeah. somewhere someone will start a horror podcast, and they'll do which franchise it should have been. And they'll be like Monster Squad. Monster, Monster Squad. They went off the fucking. They, they went, went off the rails. rails and that was it. No, I, I, you know, Jigsaw. That's uh, you know, I, I think it becomes terrifying. That's I, <laughs> the most terrifying character. I consider putting in as an homage was Robert Blake from Lost Highway. I just wanted to see him with like the camera. <laughs> Which would be really dark, but no one would get, so that would be fine. But you could you? But you just throw a jigsaw in there, which everyone knows. The, the kid, like, everyone's just gonna be terrified. They're all missing limbs and shit. Like we're just kids. Yeah, no, that's we were playing around with Frankenstein no, and Dracula, you, and now it's getting real. No, you itchy and scratchy. The hell <laughs> yeah, that got that, that got weird. Well, no, but yeah, but the thing is, it's it's kind of odd how some of them become huge quality and you can't identify in the recipe why it didn't take off and become a franchise. Sometimes it's timing, sometimes it's the rights issues, sometimes it was better off that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, the whole time. But I think sometimes you just don't know. That's the other thing is some, right. sometimes a franchise will, you know, you would imagine that the the Ouija franchise should have been killed in the cradle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it definitely. turns out that would be wrong. Right. So yeah. sometimes you don't know. Oh, and I also discovered it while I was off there discovering my fucking Arctic adventures and trying not to die during the podcast. I discovered uh, another thing was uh, the turn of the screw franchise. Oh, that's right. That was your ace up the sleeve. Right. Well, it wasn't, I wasn't even ace. I was just confused. I was like, what makes a franchise? And then I kept finding movies that I loved that I would like felt like weren't in a franchise. And then the source material was turn of the screw. Right. So it was right. like the innocence turn of the screw, haunting turn of the screw. I'm like, Oh, turn of the screw is like the one the hidden, 
the hidden franchise of classics. That going to your phantasm yes. idea of chopping it off. Yes. Do you think that applies to paranormal activity? Mm, no. No, okay. I think there's enough that happened in the later ones. Because I do like the ending of three. Yeah. I just didn't know if it's the not, other it's ones not mostly out. great, but most of them aren't mostly great, right? That, like yeah, that's, Hellraiser that's is mostly not great as it moves forward, but you can't get rid of everything but the first one because there's enough really good to not just like chop it off at one, right? So that that's the thing is it's weird how some of the patterns of the franchises went where they were they were like, I mean. Friday the 13th, if we're being honest, really just kind of breaks into three eras, basically, right? So there's, like, the classic era through the first four. Then there's, like, the weird era, mm-hmm. right? Through, like, almost everything else. And then there's, like, the modernish era where it's all really meta, right? So uh, it, it's not... It, it When you look at those eras, it, there's no, play to, no way to lay down a chopping blade and be like, I'll take this out. It's the pot in the flesh thing. You can't get it out without it bleeding. That's so, you so get... <laughs> weird that that came up. Right? Right? It's the. How did we even start talking about that? Shakespeare, Shylock, the pot of flesh from Merchant of Venice. Oh, we were at Romans. We were, yeah, we were. Yeah, exactly. But that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that it came to that full circle of all the full circles. Yeah, we went full circle to a thing we did like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you did a full circle that Shakespeare was really weird, but. I guess that's what happens. So that's good. That's good. We can leave it there. It's it's fascinating though to to even imagine what's in a franchise or not. I was agonizing over whether Carnival of Souls was in a franchise or not, right? Because, oh yeah. And that's the last thing I have to say on the subject is just that's a lesson to filmmakers everywhere. If you're gonna just do if there's if it's if there's only one entry, and you're the very next person, don't fuck it up. <laughs> Yeah. Because if you fuck it up and that it just gets left there, then you just turn this thing into a franchise. <laughs> and now it's a franchise that went from 100% quality to half shit. <laughs> like, that's how True. powerful your statistical swing is at that point. If you're coming as the next step. Just be really sure when you're the next one. Be like LeBron the, uh, the in that Because the Carnival of Souls remake is terrible, right? So Be like LeBron in that three-point at the end of the game. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's the real full circle. Channel that. That's the real full circle. Channel oh. channel LeBron. Perfect. Perfect. Right. Well, if you like well, this congrats episode, to them. congrats and... to them. Uh, you know what? To celebrate, uh, give us a five star review on uh, <laughs> iTunes. Even if you're not a Lakers fan, just just because you earned it. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. for not being a Lakers fan. <laughs> just because you're happy. Yeah, because you're happy. Cool. All right. Till next time. Stay scary. Watch a bunch of horror movies. Talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye.